Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. Hey, what is going on? Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. Friendly reminder to let our listeners know that the annual Canada Cup International Softball Tournament in Surrey, BC is looking for more youth goal teams in the U19 and U17 categories. The tournament runs from July 10th to the 16th at the world-class facility, Softball City. Currently, there are over 90 teams competing between five divisions. There will be over 10 international teams competing in the women's division, as well as a few junior national teams in the U19 division. This tournament offers great exposure to athletes, to college coaches, and to national team coaching staff. This is a tournament you won't want to miss. Visit CanadaCup.com to learn more and submit your application today. Or reach out via Instagram, where their handle is at CanadaCupSoftball if you have any questions. Get in quick on this one. It's shaping up to be a beauty out there on the west coast of Canada, and Softball City will be the place to be. On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with Auburn University alum, assistant coach at Hampton University, and current member of the Texas Smoke of the WPF, Alyssa Rivera. Alyssa is one of those players that has an immense love for the game and that definitely shines through in our talk together. The native of Eagle Lake, Florida, Alyssa is a 2017 gold medalist for the USA Junior Women's National Team while also winning a bronze medal for the Puerto Rico National Team back in 2019. Alyssa spent five seasons at Auburn University where during her time there she became one of the most decorated hitters in program history. She is one of just six players in program history to record at least 200 career hits, 120 RBIs and 110 runs scored. Alyssa currently is getting her experience in the coaching ranks as an assistant at Hampton University while also signing on to play pro with the newly formed Texas Smoke of the WPF. We're going to talk to Alyssa about getting her start in the game, her journey at Auburn, being able to represent two countries on the international stage, signing with the Texas Smoke, and much, much more. Alyssa was an absolute pleasure to chat with. I'm so happy she took time out of her busy schedule to come on and chat, and I'm so excited to watch her journey at the pro level get going with the Smoke. With that being said, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Ain't never felt this freedom. Could you, could you say that? Here we go. We are happy to have on with us today, Auburn University alum, 
assistant coach at Hampton University and current member of the Texas Smoke of the WPF, the one and only Alyssa Rivera. Alyssa, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're our, our first ever Auburn Tiger alum. How about that? Lord damn eagle. <laughs> there you go. There you go. How's things uh, going down in Virginia today? They are good. Um, actually, it's my off day. So, you know, actually, yeah. having, you know, having the opportunity to kick back and, you know, do some Alyssa Rivera things instead of, you know, some Coach Riv things is actually pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So what's, uh, how, how's the season going anyway? Are, are you getting the coaching thing down? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually my second season here at Hampton. Um, so again, biggest goal, you know, each year is, you know, be a little better than the year before. So, you know, as far as adjusting and getting used to the whole coaching thing, it's been great. I think just the biggest challenge for me has been <laughs> not actually being able to go out there and like do it for my athletes, me still being in my playing career, of course. Yeah. Do you find that frustrating a little bit? Frustrating? Maybe no, but challenging. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I like I I can remember, you know, up here in Canada, hockey is the big thing, right? And and playing hockey and then getting into coaching as soon as I was done, like my junior, and thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, I wish I could just jump on the ice and, and you know what I mean, do what do what they're not doing. So I oh, 100%. totally know what you're saying there. Uh, is it something you know you always wanted to get into? Is coaching? Funny, um, I. My answer isn't really no, hmm. but it was more of when I got out of college, um, an opportunity with Pro Swings um, presented itself and I was super excited and I ended up absolutely falling in love with it. Um, actually, shout out to Stephanie Best. She's the freaking best. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, and I ended up loving it. And then, you know, Hampton presented itself and then like now I'm here and, you know, started my coaching career. And now I'm just like, oh, wow, like this is crazy, you know, like. I'm seriously like some days it's like, wow, I'm seriously a coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true though. That's, like actually crazy some days, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, hey, being able to coach and then, you know, then you go into your pro season. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, really. No, I mean, it's super exciting. I think it's, and not that I can't really say that it's weird anymore as far as that aspect, because especially like with my players at Hampton, you know, a big thing is the fact that like, you know, like, hey, like I can relate to y'all. Like, not only have I been in your shoes and done it, um, but like, I'm also still doing it, you know, mm -hmm. um, just obviously at a different level and whatnot. But it's funny because I had a conversation and I was like, wow, I really haven't stopped playing softball since college. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm actually still playing since college because everyone's like, oh, like, you know, like, how has it been? Like, you know, softball wise. And I'm like, well, I haven't really stopped. Right. Like, I'm, I've still played every summer, whether that was for the national team, whether that was in the league in Puerto Rico or now going to be with Texas smoke, mm -hmm. you know, the WPF. I'm like, I haven't really put it down. I'm either coaching softball or I'm playing it. So that's awesome. <laughs> Doesn't get much better than that though. That's, that's fantastic. No, 100%. Yeah. Well, I have a little thing I like to kick the podcast off with. I mean, I'm, we've already talked for three and a half minutes, but either way, we're kicking it off with uh, a thing we call quick pitches. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to throw some random questions out to you and okay. you just answer them as best you can. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All okay. right. First one. If you had to live off one one meal for a week, what is it? If I had to live off one meal? For a week, yeah. Probably like a steak and rice bowl from Kava. <laughs> oh, nice. What, okay, now now I need to dig into this one because I don't know what Kava is. So. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? I do not. I'm, I'm Canadian. Come on. <laughs> I mean, but actually, funny you say that. 
I, the first time I was introduced to it was, um, whenever I got here in Virginia, we don't have them in Florida. Oh, okay. So it, it's like a, a chain restaurant there. Um, in the area out here, I think. Yes. Okay. Well, steak and rice bowl. You, you can't go wrong with that either way. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one, biggest thing you miss at Auburn. Oh, the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, best walk-up song you've used in your career so far? Um, probably. Oh, that's a hard one. I always had one that I used every year and it was Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. And of course, if any of my Hispanic people out there, they're going to know exactly which one I'm talking about. But, um, oh, probably Hot by Gunna when it was coming out that year. Okay. Yep. Decent tune there. Yeah. Uh, on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being amazing, rate your karaoke skills. <laughs> oh, I'm 100% a 10.5. Oh, no, wait, really? Absolutely not. This is just me guessing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great. <laughs> so, so, where would you, honestly, where would you put yourself? Um. Okay, seriously, like a seven. Eight. Okay, yeah, that's that's decent. You can carry a tune, I need right? Some, R- some R&B, though. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, a few more here. If you could go anywhere on vacation, where would it be? Mm-hmm. I want to go to Dubai. Okay, I have not had that one answered before on here. <laughs> Dubai. Yeah, that, that looks nice there. I know, and I literally want to go so bad. Okay. <laughs> Uh, favorite Auburn uniform color com- combination. Oh, honestly, I was there for five years and my senior year, we had got these new socks. So we ended up liking and putting together. It was an orange top with Navy blue bottoms and it was our orange socks. With yes. Stripes on. 100%. That's what I was going to say too. Cause I was looking at pictures of all the, and that was the one that popped out to me. Yes, it like it was great. That is solid for sure. Uh, two more here. If you could go back and play one game over again, what one is it? Oh, honestly, this is going to be so tragic. <laughs> Shout out to my best friend, Carson Gordon, who plays at FSU. I would probably go back to 2018 in the regional at in Tallahassee at FSU. Um, when I dove down the line and gave her the in the park home run for them to win the game in the eighth. Okay. We'll go back and I would not die for that ball. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Last one. Go to show to binge watch. Oh, honest. Oh, probably power. Power. Yeah. (laughs) I've never heard of that one. Come on. Um, okay. Netflix? Uh, Is it on Netflix? Or? Um, no, it's on Stars. Okay, so Netflix. Probably that I've binge watched. Um, I did binge watch Flash. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I did binge watch that. All right. Well, now I'm going to have to uh I'm going to have to check out Power now that you said it. I I love asking that question cuz I always get some, you know, feedback. You have on, to. <laughs> feedback yeah. to shows to watch. So, uh yeah, actually uh I got the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the, uh, Nicole Mendez threw that one out to me and I was like, okay, I'll watch that. And it turned out I loved oh, it. Absolutely loved it. 
Heck yeah. Yeah. All right. As with every guest on here, we asked them right off the get-go, tell us how you got your start in the game. Um, I actually, I've been playing since I was four years old, believe it or not. Um, I was actually teething on a softball at my mom's softball games. Oh, wow. Yeah, really freaking weird. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, that's like, I grew up around it. My papa actually coached for 11 plus years. Um, I think it was like 12 or 13, but mm -hmm. at the high school that I ended up attending, um, and he actually gave it up after my, after I quote, quote, graduated the eighth grade before I got into, got into high school because he didn't want there to ever be that daddy ball mentality or anything. Right. So he ended up kind of stepping down as the head coach. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, I was just always around it. Um, it was definitely like an eat, breathe, sleep softball mm -hmm. around my household. Um, so yeah, it was just something that, you know, it was kind of just a big love and passion, um, for the game and my family. So it's something that I kept on and now here I am. Yeah. So obviously love for it right away. Obviously if you're, 100%. if you're teething on it, <laughs> yes, 100%. so what, what, uh, so did your mom play any level ball or, um, she actually didn't. Oh, nope. Okay. She actually didn't. She just played like growing up and then played in high school and didn't go to college for it. But, um, she more of just kind of stayed around it slow pitch wise and stuff. Yeah. And, just kind of did it socially, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Right on. So uh, did you play any other sports growing up? Um, I did. I ran track and played volleyball in middle school, and then I played volleyball in high school. Okay, okay. But ball obviously was the, the number one on your list. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. So how was your, uh, so what were your high school and, and travel ball days like? Um, they were good. I honestly had quite a journey with travel ball. Um, I played for quite a few organizations, um, not too, too many, but I used to play for team Mizuno. Um, and then I was playing with the gold coast hurricanes, um, out of South Florida. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were good. I, I had ended up committing to Auburn my freshman year of high school. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, you know, like normal signed my senior year. So it was definitely once I made my decision, I was, you know, I stuck with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, let's, let's talk about that recruiting process for you. What, uh, so what led to the decision to attend Auburn? Um, honestly, I went to a, I, so this is, it's funny how I, even as a coach I get, you know, and even my players at Hampton, you know, we have conversations of how different the recruiting process is in general, mm. you know? I think one thing, especially when I was working with pro swings, one thing that I always got asked often, especially as someone who like, you know, went to Auburn was like, you know, what was your recruiting process like? And I'm like, I didn't really have one. Like it, I just, I just didn't like, I actually happened to be at a, at the right time, right place, right time, I guess, because Auburn was there whenever I had hit a walk off one time <laughs> and they actually invited me to a camp, which happened to be in the next month at Auburn. Oh, wow. So I literally with that tournament, I signed up for that camp, went to that camp, got offered. And I literally looked at my mom and my, and my pops. And I was like, mom, I like, I, y'all, I want to go. I want to come here. Like, I love it here. I want to come here. I love these coach. I love everything about this place. Like I want to come here. And they were like, well, we're going to get on the road and we're going to go back home and we're going to actually make the decision. Then we'll call back. Well, I literally told them on the road, we weren't even an hour out. Like in my, the drive from Auburn to my hometown was 
six and a half hours ish. Mm-hmm. And I told them like within the first hour, I was like, no, I'm going to Auburn. Like, that's where I'm going. So like, I don't know what we need to do. Like if we need to call them right back and they're like, well, we're going to wait a couple of days to call them until <laughs> decision. I was like, no, like, let's call them now. <laughs> so that was actually pretty funny. Um, we ended up calling them the next day and I committed. So, wow. yeah. So was there like you obviously had that aha moment where you're like, yep, this is this is 100 percent where I got to be. No, I 100 percent like it was like when I stepped on campus, like not only did I like know just of some of the players and, you know, little things like that. And just when I stepped on campus then actually was around some of the girls and just the area. I mean, first of all, Auburn University is beautiful. Like, I don't know if you've ever actually looked like our campus, like. It's funny when I tell some people, oh, yeah, like I went to Auburn. They're like, wow, it was it, like, it's beautiful there. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But no, no, like little stuff like that. I mean, I just knew when I stepped there, they're like, oh, this is like, this is a place I'd love to call home. So what was campus life like? Um, Good. Yeah. Um, I lived on, I lived in the dorms my freshman year. Um, and then I ended up moving off campus into a two bedroom, one bath my sophomore year. And then after that, I ended up moving into a my junior year my, in a two-bed, two-bath, and I stayed in that one for the rest of my career. Right but, but good. Um, honestly, campus was just so big, and, like, right off campus was, like, you know, the bars, the mm-hmm. the good food places in town, like, the, you know, like, all of our, like, stuff that we would do, like, extracurricular, like, just everything. Like, it, it was great. Like, really homey town, and, like, people would say small town, but to us, it was, like, one big kind of town, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So how was the, how was that adjustment for you moving away from home for the first time? Um, honestly, good yeah. one for the simple fact that I was still down South, I guess you could say. Yeah, um, true. I knew I was just six and a half hours up the road for my family. Like I could actually get in the car and drive if I wanted to, but I also had the option to drive an hour 30 to Atlanta and get on a flight to my family also, which I did do quite some time too. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Like it, I definitely, and this is something my family would say, I'm definitely more of an independent human. So as far as me navigating and maneuvering through certain things in life and just things in general, I'm more of the person that's like, I got it. I got to figure it out. Like, let me do it. Yeah. So my family was never even worried sending like, quote, quote, sending me away from home. My mom did struggle pretty bad. Um, <laughs> whenever she dropped me off, it was, yeah, that was pretty rough. She actually got pulled over twice on the way back home because <laughs> she was speeding <laughs> and the, the both times she actually got out of both tickets and she told them, she's like, I'm sorry. I'm just a nervous wreck. And the poor officer was like, I'm so sorry, Miss Rivera. Oh, wow. Like she was just a wreck. Like she was, she could not believe that she was actually leaving me at college. <laughs> wow. So did, did your parents make the trip up quite a bit to, to watch oh, you play? Yeah. yeah. Like my parents, my grand, my nanny and papa, like none of them miss, they didn't miss a game. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Now that, uh, that freshman year, you guys opened up uh, the season in Mexico, didn't you? Yes. How cool was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, freaking dope. Yeah. I like honestly, I ate tacos, like steak tacos for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Well, that alone right there is worth the trip. <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. That's awesome. No, it was so that, there was a so that would that would have been like a kickoff tournament, wasn't it? Yes. Yep. More, we don't really call it preseason, but like those preseason tournaments before you hit conference. Conference, you know? yeah, yeah, right. That's awesome because you've got your preseason, your conference season, and your postseason. You right. know how that goes. Yep, yep, for sure. 
well, I mean, you go on to have a great freshman season named to the SEC all freshman team and all SEC second team honors. Uh, what uh, what do you feel was the biggest thing you took away from that that first season? Um, honestly, I think a big thing for me was adjustments. Um, I actually came into college as a third baseman and I ended up starting in right field. Wow. <laughs> so for me, it was more of like a comfortability and getting adjusted thing more than it was like really anything else. Holy cow. How that must've been a, a pretty tough transition. Cause I mean, listen, I'll, I'm, I've said it on here before. I've, I've been a pitcher my whole life and <laughs> I, if I go to the outfield, to try to catch a ball, like if even if we're just shagging balls, I cannot judge a ball. You know what I mean? Like taking time. But if there's a if there's a infield fly ball, not a problem. It's almost like you know I have too much time to think about it and I overthink about it. So, did you? It, was that kind of a tough adjustment for you? Honestly, no, not at all. Oh wow! Like it really wasn't at all. But it was just something that I tried to focus on. Um, but no, yeah, no, it wasn't really bad at all. Well, I guess I'm terrible then. Or <laughs> <laughs> being an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You got me there. Um, so that summer after, uh, after freshman year, you uh, got to represent us at the WBSC junior women's world. I did. Yeah. We're uh, of course you guys won the gold. How, how awesome was that experience for you? That was great. It was, I mean, it was huge. Um, mm. being one of the invitees, you know, people come and try out, but then you get the invitees to, um, you know, to come and actually try out. So I think that was like something I definitely took a lot of pride in and I wanted to go there and show my stuff. And, you know, I did and ended up making the team, making the roster. And then we ended up going to win gold. I mean, it's freaking exciting. It's funny. Like I'll tell people in passing, you know, like, yeah, like I'm a gold medalist and a bronze medalist. Like, oh, okay, like no big deal. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, obviously I'm on Team Puerto Rico as of now. So people always just think my gold medals with you with Puerto Rico. And I'm like, no, 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 my gold medals with USA, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a bronze medalist with Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, let's talk about the Puerto Rico international side of things. How did that? How did that all work for you? Like, how did that come to be? Um, I was actually playing against um. Florida um and one of the volunteers for Florida happened to be one of the um captains for the Puerto Rico national team and she ended up reaching out to me after and in my mind I'm like why the heck are you asking me to play for Puerto Rico when y'all just beat us but okay <laughs> but she was just like no yeah like we would really love for you like you know to come and I was just like wow okay cool like yeah like I'm yes and yeah. sure enough I did and you know went through all the process and now I am on the Puerto Rico national team and been on there since 2019. So actually nice. super to be a part of that and just that whole experience. It's been great. Yeah. It must be pretty cool, you know, getting to represent that part of your heritage. A hundred percent it is. And I think it's, you know, something that's a little more special, especially because something is so like, you know, sports are so big and, you know, Puerto Rico and, you know, like places like that where in you like in the U S it's just like, Oh, you know, sports. Yeah. But like, you know, it's a little bit of a different, you know, type of thing you hold and honor and cherish whenever it's for what people would say, quote, quote, overseas. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you kind of see it with like from our men's side of the game, Argentina, like their passion down there for the game is just 
ridiculous. And I mean, you see that with other, other countries like, like Puerto Rico and like Mexico. And, you know, it's just something you don't really get to see that much in, in other, you know, other countries. And that's, I love that. About, yeah. Um, that, uh, that bronze medal, how, uh, how special was that for you? Oh my gosh. Honestly, it's so amazing. Yeah. I, I couldn't, Honestly, the words, it, like I like, we ended up walking it off. It like it was crazy, <laughs> like it, it was just wild. Yeah. It was, and I think it was just crazy to be like, oh wow, like I'm really a bronze medalist. But I think the coolest thing about it, just overall, was like, wow, I'm not only just a gold medalist now, like now I'm a bronze medalist. Yep. And I think it just meant more. I actually look at my medals every day. They're sitting <laughs> in my room. <laughs> well, I would too. Absolutely. <laughs> it's funny, but. It's funny. That's what one of my, my players said to me. Um, she's one of our catchers at Hampton. She's like, Coach Riv, I would definitely wear my medal to sleep. I'm like, girl, you say that until you get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, let's jump back to Auburn here, uh, specifically okay. that uh, the senior season. Um, how big of a roller coaster ride of emotion was that year, you know, with the pandemic hitting? Oh, man. Honestly. It was not a good experience at all for me personally. Mm. Um, I had actually struggled with um, a lot of mental health things, um, not only with my season, um, my senior season to be exact, like you just said, mm. <laughs> my senior season getting canceled and, you know, having to go back home and live with family, you know, and being, you know, just not only to mention like, you know, how the year was going. Like I was actually on track that year to break some records. Mm -hmm. So it was just all just really depressing and, you know, upsetting. Um, but then of course, I think the big thing that was so uncertain for me and upsetting and kind of just made the whole experience even worse, I guess you could say, um, is the fact that it was up in the air that if we were even going to get that extra year of eligibility, mm -hmm. So that was something that I kind of struggled with. Like, wow, did I really just play my last collegiate game? You know? Yeah, that'd be hard. Uh, but, oh, it, it was definitely a really, really, really terrible feeling. Yeah. Like, it's something I honestly would. And I say, of course, like now that I'm coaching and I talk to some of these girls, you know, again, it was different at all different levels and the way different universities handled it and whatnot. Um, but it's something I told them. I'm like, that's something I would never, you know, want to put on anyone mm -hmm. because, it, it it was it was such a terrible feeling no, it dude. was like i'm sitting at my house waiting for the ncaa to grant me another year if they're actually going to do that and then with that it depended on your university and if they had the money to bring you back so there was just a lot of factors right right so, um, so it, it was it was actually just it was just a very big part in my life of uncertainty and if you know i'm not a like i'm very much a and OCD, like I plan things, like I'm, I like structure, like I'm, mm -hmm. so that was just a big question mark in my life, which I really did not like the feeling of. So how friggin' pumped were you when you got the word that uh, you were going to get to come back? Well, it's funny. I, we were, to we were told we were going to get the year back. My coach got on some Zoom calls with us seniors. Um, and of course, some of us were able to come back and some of us weren't. Um, I was obviously blessed to be one of the ones that came back. Mm -hmm. Um, and we actually weren't allowed to say anything until another two weeks. Oh. So it was something our coach wanted us to kind of know and let us know that they had money for us and they wanted us to be back and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then 
it was like, oh my gosh, I have to actually bite my tongue that I'm getting my season back and I'm going to be able to go back to Auburn for another year. But of course, like my couple best friends in town had known um, my, you know, my people who were really close to my heart at the time. And of course, all my family I was back home with, like all my people really close to my heart and in my circle knew. So like when I actually posted the video and, you know, dropped the video that I was coming back for my fifth year, it was so exciting. No, I was no. like, this is so crazy. But I think the more exciting piece to it was the fact that I'm actually sitting on a secret that I actually can't tell anybody because <laughs> I was going to be telling people by announcing the video and, you know, Auburn posting the video. So that was pretty exciting. No doubt. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, I mean, that, how much did you cherish that, that uh, 2021 season? I really did. Yeah. Um, it was definitely, it was definitely a blessing. Um, and honestly, as someone who did struggle with mental health, just in general, during all of that, right. it was definitely a year. I mean, there's no lie. If you go look at the numbers, like it wasn't my best year, my fifth year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was more of just, you know, something that I cherished it in general because it made me the person who I am and honestly the coach that I am to like today. Right. So right. I do genuinely feel really grateful for not only the opportunity to go back and, the fact that Auburn had me back, but it was definitely a year of growth for me. So awesome. I really do cherish that. Nice. So what are, what are some of the uh, big memories that stick out for you, you know, on your time at Auburn? Oh my gosh. There's so many. Um, probably it's funny. Cause you know, they always say you're not always going to remember the great things yeah. you did. More yeah. of like funny, embarrassing things. So one big thing for me is probably, at Tennessee, one of the SC tournaments, when I took a ball off my head, <laughs> a sun ball, like I called our second baseman off and took a ball to the head. So that was pretty funny. Oh, good. <laughs> um, when I hit the go ahead home run, the home run to tie us um, against Alabama, and I think it was 2018. Um, so that was a pretty cool moment. And then, of course, my teammate, Casey McCracken, she came up after me and then walked it off. So that was pretty freaking cool. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, there's quite a few, but then it's just funny. Cause it's like, I feel like at the end of the day, some days it's like, Oh my gosh, college was just one big blur <laughs> at time, you yeah. know? Yeah. But then it's so weird because then you get to talking and you know, you talk to people and you have conversations and then it kind of brings back all those memories. But definitely what they say about college is so true. Like you really don't remember everything until like, you know, you don't remember all the things that actually happened in college until the conversations present itself. And I'm like, wow, I always was told that and I never believed it to be true until now. I'm like, wow, like I really do have big blurs of college that I'm like, oh, wow, I did forget that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people do, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when you finished up there in 2021, what was the game plan for you? Did you have anything specific in mind that you that you wanted to do? Um, honestly, I was going to move back. Um just some really personal things. My grandparents, um, were having just, you know, some health issues mm-hmm. and whatnot. So it was more for me to kind of go back for a couple of years, go back home for a couple of years and spend the kind of the time that I didn't always get to spend with them college wise, um, with my family again and, you know, be there and kind of, I guess what you could say, kind of get myself on my feet type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well then I ended up being, um, a hitting instructor and lead instructor at pro swings. Um, so that's then what brought me the opportunity at Hampton. But no, yeah, it was more of just like a kind of go with the flow, but just because my family was kind of my big priority outside of college. Nice, nice. How did uh, how the pro swings opportunity come, come about? I mean, 
I, uh, uh Stephanie, well, actually, Stephanie funny. runs it. And, yeah. yeah. Um, funny. I had posted that I was back home and of course, like outside of spending time with my family, I was wanting to do lessons and, you know, kind of just give back to the community. And I had posted, you know, like Polk County, you know, like that's where I'm from. And I was like, you know, I'm in the area for some time, you know, like I'm back home, like, you know, college was great. Like I'm kind of back, you know, trying to give back and do lessons and do the things and run camps and clinics and whatnot. So, you know, hit me up for any lessons, you know, and that's when Stephanie literally like a couple hours later was like, wait a minute, let's hop on a call. I have like a great opportunity for you. And I was like, wait, really? And sure enough, I ended up going and working with Pro Swings and becoming one of the lead instructors. And I mean, I worked with catchers. I worked with hitters, slappers, you know, I worked with like defensive lessons, agility lessons. I ran college exposure camps and clinics through pro swings. I ran tournaments. Like I did it all, which it's funny because it's all kind of paying off in my job at Hampton now. Mm, yeah, for sure. Actually, I remember I saw one of your videos there when I, I it was raining or something and the, the kids were doing a drill <laughs> and you almost you all you, you did wipe her. Oh, oh my gosh, that was I was actually there representing Hampton. That was my first. Camp oh, was back. it? <laughs> yes, I was actually that was my first camp back with Pro Swings, and I was representing Hampton, and I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Like, what the heck? Oh, of course. I was like, you've actually got to be kidding me. Oh, that was great. I mean, hey, you got you, you got to have one of those videos in your collection now. Honestly, so crazy. I'm like, wow, like no way this happened to me. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Let's talk some Texas smoke. Okay. Um, first off, how excited are you to be playing with them? Oh my gosh. So exciting. So exciting. Like I, it, I, it's still crazy to me, you know, like. Just like I'm going to seriously get to, you know, not only be a part of this whole movement, but like be a part of the change and the growth of this sport, I think, is just such a huge thing for me. Mm, For sure. And and the best when they were when they finally announced the the team name. I love that. The Texas Smoke is great. But uh, and then I saw that like past guests on our show, Morgan. Samantha, Sierra, we're all going. I was like, okay, this might be my new favorite team in the WPF. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what I mean? So, Absolutely. Uh, yes, for sure. And I mean, and I will say this, Brandon Phillips running the team along with, you know, his wife, Jade, who uh, on a sidebar, I'm a huge AEW wrestling fan. So, I mean, there's another <laughs> reason why I'm a big Texas Smoke fan right there. So I love it. So by default, we already get your support. I oh, 100%. 100%. What, uh, so have you had any, uh, any, well, obviously you would have had some conversations with Brandon about, uh, you know, coming on board. What's, uh, what's the, uh, mood like going into the season there? Oh, the mood is, I mean, we're freaking ready. Like we're yeah. ready to, you know, come out and shock the world and do our thing. You know what I mean? Um, and BP's great. Um, an extra shout out to Courtney Hawkins, one of our GMs great. as well. And Eric is like, they're amazing. Like all, they're, they're all amazing. They've been nothing but great people. And just so understanding of the fact that like, wow, we really do have lives and we can still make this softball thing work. And I mean, I just think it's been all great. We've been blessed to have the staff and the management team that we have a hundred percent. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the big thing I find with, you know, with, with Brandon coming on board to do this is, you know, the people that he's going to reach on, you know, he was a major star in major league baseball. So, I mean, 
you know, he's got his fans that are going to be, you know, seeing this. And then, of course, you have Jade and all her wrestling fans that are going to see the Texas smoke and be like, what's this? And I think that's nothing but great for the game. Oh, 100 percent. Yes. Yeah. Um, so going into the season now, I mean, what's uh, what's the goals, you know, for you personally going into the season? Um, honestly, to have a great time with it, um, meet some sisters along the way, um, and honestly, just ball. Like at the yeah. end of the day, I want to just play softball and I want to have fun doing it. And I want to meet some girls who are going to be in my wedding. Yes. Like that's, that's what it's all about for me. And at the end of the day, it's like an understand that we're all blessed and the fact that we still get to be a part of this whole growth in this sport. And honestly, in women's sports at that, but of course, softball. And, you know, I I think it's just it's so honoring to, you know, be a part of that, you know, percent of us that actually gets to do that. So I think for me, it's a big pride thing. And the fact that I'm still a part of, you know, the growth of this sport and, you know, getting to, you know, gain some sisters along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What what the as far as long term goals go is uh you know, you probably want to play as long as you can. Is is the coaching thing gonna be, you know, there as well? Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um and I think it's good that I'm a part of an organization um who is very supportive in the fact of me coaching and still, you know, not only playing in my career, you know, am I still in my playing career, but you know, pro playing career, but also in the fact of they are very, not only are my coaches at Hampton supportive of me playing pro, but my whole, you know, our management team with Texas Smoke really supportive of me coaching wise. Nice. And of course, future opportunities with that. So yeah, it's absolutely. been great. Absolutely. Head coaching position in the works down the line. Hopefully we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I throw that out there. Didn't I? You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, assistant coaches like, you know, doing what they do, but, uh, you know, if you want to be a head coach, power to you man because then then it's your show right <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> all right i have a thing that i like to end the podcast with um it's called player association i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna throw out some names to you you uh can talk about them if you have a story let it let it fly oh i'm scared ah let's start off ashley swindle oh i freaking love ashley <laughs> One of my best friends um, used to do camps together. You know, we used to be the campers in the Auburn camps when we were committed. Played, obviously, our five years together. Um, she was my rock, man. Um, she's great. I was actually in her wedding in November. Oh, um, nice. Absolutely crazy, um, you know, to be one of her bridesmaids. And, I, you know, I ha- actually funny you say her. I just talked to her yesterday and I think I always get emotional in the fact of, you know, being that friend for her in college and to actually stand next to her on her big day in November was so like extra special for me. Love her. One of the best souls in my life. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, next Stephanie best. Oh, Steffi love her. Um, one of my bestie girls crazy, you know, of course her being older than me, but she was definitely that mentor. Like she doesn't know, but she was more than just a friend and a sister to me and someone who kind of, had taken me in after college and taught me kind of the roles and how to do, you know, the do's and don'ts in life and in softball and in all the things. But I think she, you know, she was more of just like, she was more of a mentor mentor for me as well. And I think half the time she probably didn't see that, mm. but she's a hundred percent someone that 
one of the most genuine people I've ever met in my entire life. Awesome. So, just great human. Um, and definitely someone I never want to lose in my corner. Fantastic. What now was Jay Sal there when you were working, when you were working, Jen Sally? Oh yes, of course. Jay Sal, love her. Love Jen. Love her. Yes. Yes. Um, next I have Texas teammate, Jordan Dale. Oh, one of my best friends. Um, actually was just on FaceTime with her before I got on the podcast with you. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's going to a little workout, um, and doing some stuff on her off day. It's both of our off days, but, um, yeah, funny. We used to play against each other, never really knew each other. We're like Instagram friends, um, post college. She was in her fifth year and I was actually in Orlando doing the whole pro swings thing. And we ended up getting close and I got a flight out to Oregon, was supporting her and, you know, you know, did all the things in Eugene and she showed me around and we literally became best friends. And then crazy enough, I took the coaching position out here in Virginia and she's now coaching in North Carolina. So we're actually three and a half hours away from each other where we actually still spend time, you know, like we're still really good friends. Um, she's great. Love her. She's amazing. Love everything about her. And I'm so excited to take the field with her. So that'll no be exciting. Doubt. No doubt. Last but not least, your your newest boss, Brandon Phillips. BP. BP. Man, I hope he hears this because he is so funny. One of the dopest humans I've ever met. Um, we call him Mr. Six Foot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because we try to tell him that he's shorter, like he's smaller in size. <laughs> so we just like to be funny and kind of pick at him. But I call him Mr. Six Foot. But that's awesome. Shout out to him, man. He's creating such a big thing here. Um, not only, you know, all the, you know, just the growth of the sport, but especially with like diversity and inclusion and everything, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's it's huge. Um, and I want him to know that, you know, what all he's doing for us and everything, you know with WPF, with the Texas smoke, like all the things. And even to all the behind the scenes, th scene things that he's doing for us. Um, he's a huge, you know, he's, you know, he's got a huge role for us and, you know, he's doing nothing but living in that. So we're super appreciative of him. And honestly, I can't wait to take the field for him. Awesome. One of the best dudes I've ever met. Fantastic. Fantastic way to end this. Listen, Alyssa, I got to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on here. Um, you know, I wish you nothing but the best of luck with the uh, Hampton and the greatest of luck with the Texas smoke and the WPF. I can't wait to be uh, watching you on the field playing. Thank you so much. All, like I always say, war Eagle go pirates. And all I can say is let's freaking go smoke. Let's go. Thanks Alyssa. Thank you. That's what I said. you better I told you. Yeah. I did. I did. With no knees, they persisted with fucking with me. I'm just that real laid back, chill back, smoking them trees. But yo, I turn into some African bees. If they fucking with me, I'm unmatched, unpassing, sway back up, up on them blocks, rocking MCM hats. Just spitting at these people like I'm swinging a bat at Scarborough Village where the village was at. All them girls in them boom boom shots where they wanted it at. Yo, I ain't bragging, I'm just spitting the facts. No exaggeration, no gripping on my balls for charm. My Big Mac with no lettuce and sauce. Now my collarbone is filled with scars and got stripes. Down the arm, got class in the cut, pull the pin of the bomb, brother. Yo, so let them horns blow. Your reppin' is here because you all asked for it. So yo, I told ya. I told ya. I 
people in here We still got it after all the smoke Let's speak mathematically There's no comparing to my strategy Trying to measure up I appreciate the flattery But half of these rappers Are half of a beat backwards Claiming they don't point man Check the stats first I dropped 12 albums With at least 12 songs In the last 12 years Do the math right there That's 144 On a one a month average And that don't even count What I produce for other rappers Done five tours With 20 shows or more And that's only dating back to 2004 Let's not forget the other years I don't apply to Now name another rapper tour in Canada like I do I know I am on the top of this And I know I have many accomplices If the numbers add up, you can't get rid of me So kid, know your past, your future will be history Oh yeah.